My name is Goofnorn, and welcome back to another broadcast of the Goofnorn Radio Show. I'm here with you once again, season four, episode number six. Since I got it wrong, I've been getting, I've been labeling the episodes wrong this whole time. I'm like, oh yeah, it's episode. I've been so confident with it too. I'm like, oh, it's episode six. Nope, it's episode five. I'm always one episode off. So I got a story for you guys today <laughs> from Reddit. Um, this is hilarious and so this is a typical airport story of somebody getting um profiled and wrongfully discriminated against i guess um and being forced to do some things and it's funny not that the situation what happened to them but how they complied and went along with this so the title of this is uh the title of the story is one like ele- one electronic item per tray sure no problem here we go. Long time lurker, first time poster. English, not first language. You guys know the drill. This happened yesterday, as I was returning home from a two-week trip to Germany. The final leg of the flight departed from Paris, where I had this lovely interaction with agents whom, despite me knowing are not TSA, I still refer to as TSA in my mind. While going through security in the airport, I know the drill. Uh, belts off, jacket off, take the laptop off my bag, so I submit to the x-ray four trays, one with my carry-on, one with my laptop by itself, one with my belt, watch, and jacket, and one with my personal item, think a fanny pack. I'm randomly selected for further screening. I have a Lebanese last name and a beard. I'm always randomly selected for further screening. That's the kind of stuff I, I hate to see for you know people like this. It's like, really? Not everybody who's from Middle East or Africa or anybody who looks like, um, not Africa, um, yeah, Middle East, sorry, Jeebus, Christmas, but it's always them, you know, it's, it's literally always them. Like, oh, sir, you've been randomly selected for, for like, not everybody's a freaking terrorist, goodness gracious. Um, and the agent berates me for putting all my electronics together. I point out that I took my laptop out of the bag as per standard procedure. And the agent says, screaming at me, mind you, that that is not enough. I must take out every electronic device from my carry-on and put each of them in an individual tray. And I am being sent to the back of the line to do so. Here comes the malicious compliance. This is where it gets funny. Um, There are two things this French TSA agent is unaware of. The first thing is that I am a videographer by trade, and I was in Europe to cover an event, um, Spiel, S-P-I-E-L, with video footage and interviews. The second thing is is that Air France changed my flight 
changed my flight times so my two-hour layover became a 10-hour layover, which I am not particularly happy about. Understandable, completely, a thousand percent understandable. Um, so I'm being sent to the back of the line and I have to submit each electronic item individually? Sure, no complaints from me. <laughs> Fuck. Here it comes. Two camera bodies, one drone, one GoPro, four lenses, nine batteries, two lavalier microphones later, and two lavalier, lavalier microphones later. <laughs> there is no more space in the treadmill. People behind me are complaining they will miss their flight because I'm taking so long. There's nothing I can do. I'm just following the orders I received. And at this point, I only unpacked my photography vest and fanny pack. The treadmill starts moving, some space clears up to put additional trays, and that's when I open my carry-on bag. Again, I'm in Europe for work. I didn't bring any nice clothes or shoes or anything. All my personal effects are in the checked-in luggage. The carry-on is filled exclusively with electronics. I still have four microphones, two recorders, lights, additional lenses, battery chargers, video monitors, audio monitors, drone controllers. Once I open my carry-on, it's very clear for everyone with an eyesight that I'm not even one-third of the way done. <laughs> oh my gosh. One electronic per tray? Sure thing. I'll just occupy this entire checkpoint by myself then. The people behind me are in line are literally jumping and screaming about their missed flight to the point the security agents leave their posts to control the line. Someone in a non-uniform suit appears and talks to the agent who sent me to the back of the line. That's when the unthinkable happened. The agent comes to me and says, there would be no need for me to continue separating my electronics, and I could just submit my entire carry-on bag as a, as a single item, and they'd examine it further if it seemed necessary. You sure? I asked, because it's no bother at all. I can keep unpacking here all day long. They insist it's not necessary, but I still have over 20 trays at this point occupying the treadmill I go... <laughs> I go through the metal detector, I spend some minutes recovering and repacking everything, and based on the amount of fuming passengers, I like to think I contributed to Charles de Gaulle, I can't freaking, I'm not going to say that last name because I'm going to screw it up because I'm not French, um, reviewing their stance on X-Ring individual electronics. Oh my gosh, okay, that was a mouthful. That was freaking hilarious. I tell you, I read this through and I was like, dude... Like I, like that is some malicious compliance and I am all for it. And he like, it, it was the, it would, it, it was a perfect situation, a videographer, somebody who definitely carries around a lot of freaking equipment for their job. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like, are you freaking serious? It could not have been a better candidate for this. Like, I'm sorry, this guy had to go through this stuff, but they freaking that the, the airport security had it coming. Yeah, that person in the suit probably threatened to fire the guy, fire the agent. Like, that's the stuff people... I mean, like, I get it, you're doing your job, but to yell at a person, really, you're gonna... Like, you're trying to escalate the situation in that case because if you're really talking to a person who is a terrorist, yelling at them is probably gonna make them set off whatever explosive they have a lot sooner. 
trust me, I'm not like, like you're in, like speaking to someone calmly and, and nicely could possibly really deter them from doing a bad thing. Sincerely. Like it could, I'm not saying it will all the time, but that really does stop a lot of people from doing a, you know, doing violent acts. Um, sometimes all they need is a, is a nice word and they'll, they'll back off and they'll be like, Oh, well, maybe I don't want to do this, you know, makes them think twice. But since this person was totally innocent, you're yelling at a person who doesn't really need to be yelled at and they're just a normal person doing their job. Right. Um, like what's the point of yelling at them? Hold on. Let me look up something really quickly. Cause I always, I know not freaking you stupid bean. Yeah. Lebanon is in the middle East. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I was thinking of another country. I don't know what I was honestly thinking of. Yeah. Like anybody from the middle East, guess what? They're not terrorists. All right. Not every, not every single one of them is the terrorist, right? There's only a few. There's only a select few. And, uh, it is not, a. it's not everyone. Cause if you've never been in the Middle East, like, honestly, there are some, there are plenty of good people out there. Like they're, they're, they can laugh, they can joke. They literally love to, they just love to live. <laughs> they're really cool people. It's just another perspective from, you know, their part of the world. And they're all, I mean, you know, of course, I don't really want to visit because it's freaking hot. <laughs> it's like, it's just very, very hot. Um, and I'm like, I don't like being hot all the time. Like, like even at night, dead of night, it's hot. So no, I don't have plans to visit the Middle East. Uh, anybody who's been there, I just, you know, take the word for it. Uh, so let's get into some of these comments. That's frick, this is freaking hilarious. Uh, first comment here says, I love this. It reminds me of the trope in movies or books when someone has to disarm before entering a building and they keep pulling out more and more weapons to the point you wonder if there's an end um and op um the original guy commented that was pretty much it i spent a significant amount of time and money figuring out how to optimize packing my gear in the most efficient way so that i usually have three or four times more gear in the bag uh oh then the bag slash case manufacturer intended it intended for it to carry you know, choosing specific models of lenses because their size and weight, uh, or specific models of light because of their stackability. <laughs> Freaking, I love this person. They're so cool. Um, somebody else says this is exact. This exact experience is why the 1996 Olympic security was slow for the first half of the day. Then it was a perfunction perfunction perfunctory perfunctory oh my goodness i don't know words very well anymore i guess i should read more uh joke after that we had orders to check every every pocket and pouch of every of every photographer's bag and diaper bag and then around noon suddenly they changed the policy to only investigate if something is suspicious even after the bombing we didn't follow the original policy goodness gracious which is exactly why the entire concept of airport security is a joke. Nothing more than security theater. 
somebody else says works in airports, hundred percent. This TSA is no more than a jobs program. Yeah. It's like, honestly, it's pretty pointless to be fair. Like somebody can get past TSA pretty easily still. Like they're not real security. I'm, not, I'm just, they're a joke. They're a freaking joke. Airport security is a bloody joke. Um, Somebody else says, sucks for the people behind you, but you were just doing what you were told to. It's up to the workers to manage the line and timing. Glad the higher up came over and realized what you were told to do was stupid and was clearly not working and it went in your favor. Yeah, yeah, he had he had a 10 hour layover. He had time to kill. He could be there literally until his flight came. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and love how you said, I can keep unpacking all day. I would have said it. I would have said that with a lovely, sincere smile, so not to piss anyone off and make anything worse, but we all know what that means and what is implied. Um, somebody, oh, sorry, OP says, oh, I would never, I would, I would never not smile at a security agent at an airport. They give me orders. Uh, I follow the orders to a T. The consequences of me following those orders, well, that's not for me to worry. True. True. I love that is freaking amazing. <laughs> that's so, that's so, yeah, I feel bad for the people behind him, but I mean, to be fair, like it's, um, it's so dumb that, that cause these, I'm sorry, but these, like these airport security really sometimes act like, man, they're so big and tough. Like you're freaking airport security, bud. I'm like, you're only here because of a precaution that you were here as a, as a fake deterrent because you're not real, real deterrent. Because if I really wanted to do something, I could literally just run through legit. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I could run through and get to do what I need to do. going to take T cause like most of these TS, some of these TSA officers I've seen are really out of shape and could not chase down a perp. If, even if they freaking tried, they probably have a heart attack trying to do so. I'm just saying it's true. It's true. I've, <laughs> these guys really aren't, fit to do much um, and more harassment cases have come out of this in the recent because of the new technology they have for scanning people so like I remember that years ago like over a decade ago that was a thing when they started with this full body like uh, technology where they could see I guess inside the person or past their clothes and such so it became more of a, a harassment thing it's like, it's not, it's not okay. Not okay at all. Oh man, that's so funny. Goodness gracious. That's, ugh. So, so, so funny. All right. Besides that, I, I, that has been the highlight of my, my day so far. It's, uh, We'll see how the rest of today goes, but you know, I will eventually get back to doing more stuff. I had a good session at the gym on Monday. It was uh, something I really needed. I had a nice hydro massage afterwards, so I feel good. And I was actually pretty freaking excited because for those of you who don't know, I've had, I had back issues last year, like nearly crippling, um, and it took some rehab to get myself back into walking fashion because I could barely walk without being doubled over in pain. Um, and like literally being brought to tears. 
um, for standing for, you know, standing like less than a minute. I just, it hurts so much and I had to lean against stuff all the time. Um, and I actually needed assistance of like a cane and, and stuff to like get the frick out, out of my bed. So it was not fun. And laying down was still uncomfortable. Like I legit could not get comfortable laying down. Um, so it was, that was the only time I really had to take any of my sleeping aid because I just needed something to knock me the frick out for a while. I was basically living off of Tylenol for some weeks. Um, but some slow rehab and some things I've learned, thankfully. See, this is why it's great being a personal trainer. Um, and, you know, what happened was just an accident. Like, accidents happen and, you know, we can do our best to prevent them. But eventually, at some point in time, they happen. Um, we can't prevent everything in life going wrong. We can only do f prevent some things, so. But, you know, this was the first time I was able to squat comfortably and squat my body weight um and over that in fact so i was happy with that like i was like i was actually jumping up and down in the gym because my lower back had not felt bad at all i was like oh my gosh i can do this because i really felt myself pushing through my heels i wasn't off balance or anything like that i found my good squat position i was like oh my gosh this is perfect so i am i'm still elated from that like i am feeling I'm feeling amazing. Um, there's somebody else in the gym. Otherwise, I would have definitely like freaking cried because that was like, it's phenomenal to be, you know, able to be here again um, and to do this stuff again. Because even now, my back, my lower back is fine. I can move. <sighs> um, but it really, it, like, it's a really humbling freaking experience, I tell you, when you are so close to not being able to walk and barely being able to freaking stand up for a few minutes to being able to squat your whole body weight, you know, it, it's freaking, it's eye opening how easily our lives can change. Um, and I'm glad I didn't end up in a freaking wheelchair and I'm glad I, you know, I can still walk on my own under my own power and, and stand on my own power, stand up straight and tall and work out and squat and deadlift and do all this stuff that I wasn't able to do at that point. I literally had to take, you know, a month or so off more than that out of, be out of the gym. Um, and thanks to COVID, I took even more time off because the gym was closed for a little bit, um, from April, April to like through the summer, I guess, I think. So I had plenty of time to recover. And this year, I, you know, we got back in the gym and it's been amazing ever since. So like I legit it's freaking amazing like it, it really is like I, it's been a long time um cause the last time I was really in in great shape was 2019 2019 was like the last time I was in fantastic shape where I was deadlifting you know 365 370 I forget which one it is I truly do forget which one <laughs> which one it was um, and then squatting, I don't know how much I was squatting. I think I was squatting like three plates, which was again, fantastic for the time. I don't, and I will get back there eventually. We're not far off, but being able to squat my body weight at least, and just going over that by like 10 pounds or so, like it, it's a phenomenal feeling. And I, I, I am very grateful, um, to be back 
and be able to do this stuff without feeling pain. It is, it's incredible. It is incredible because many young people have been in accidents before, like athletic accidents, and have not recovered. Some have. So some of you out there know what, what I'm talking about. Others never got a chance to recover and they would love to. But, you know, because the accident was so bad, it just, they couldn't. But um, having that comeback is, it's a feeling like no other. And I'm glad I was one of the ones that got to come back. Um, man. Because it means so much for my future that I'm able to do this again. Man. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to resist getting too in my too deep in my feelings. We're not going to cry here on the show. We're going to keep it solid. We're going to keep it 100, but I really am like freaking I'm like I'm elated that I can just I can just do something as simple as squat. Like not even squat with weight, just being able to squat in general without weight. Cuz I wasn't able to do that. I could not. You know, you know, picking up something that weighed like five pounds off the ground was extremely painful and like nearly impossible. Um, sitting up in a chair hurt like freaking heck. Sitting back in the chair freaking hurt like heck. I couldn't sit up. I had to literally be laying down all the time. So it was, um, it was an experience. I'm glad I'm here back and able to do things again. And I'm glad you guys are here to, you know, experience this with me. Um, and streaming that, and I streamed that tonight. I streamed that, uh, not tonight, friggin' Monday night. And I'm very proud of that. We're, we're back. We are back. And I am getting my mobility back slowly but surely. I'm going to be more flexible, be more mobile, be able to do more things. And can't wait to see where this goes. Taking it one day at a time, being careful, you know, eating right, making sure I'm resting properly, but we're on our way. We're on our freaking way. Oh, man. Never, 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 ever, ever take your health or whatever, you know, your, your body for granted because in a freaking heartbeat, that stuff can go away. That it, it can just go. It can give out and go because of just doing something wrong, slightly wrong, whatever it is. Um, and if you can, you know, as, as, well, not as often as you can, but make sure you take time out to go see the doctor, you know, get stuff checked out. And, you know, every now and then, if you see like, hey man, I've got some back issues and whatnot, go see a chiropractor if you can, if you could afford to. I understand that stuff is expensive. Um, I was lucky enough to have the one opportunity I did because I couldn't do pull-ups and getting a few adjustments fixed that completely. I was able to do pull-ups after a month of just getting adjustments. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. And it, again, that's that's that stuff can be life-changing. It's not like it's not something to skip on. If you have the opportunity to do it, do it. You know, if insurance covers it, okay, cool. If you can make payments on it, I mean, hey, if you can afford to do so, do it. If you can't afford to do it, then obviously hold the frick off. <laughs> hold off and don't do it, but do what you can do the best that you can to, you know, take care of yourself. 
uh, within your means. And if you, you know, if, if need be, yeah, save up, save up until you can do it and then go for it. Um, cause I know sometimes insurance doesn't cover that stuff, depending on what type of insurance you have in some countries. I don't know. In this country, I know that, well, my particular insurance didn't cover it. Um, but it could be, it was easily paid for. So we're good. Cause I was making enough money where I could pay that off pretty easily. Cause the only part is you just don't want to owe any money. Man, but I really do appreciate you guys for being here. And this is why I sometimes preach the messages that I do. Um, and let you guys know, you know, how this stuff goes and whatnot. And why I'm so... So adamant on you guys, you know, being better for yourselves. Being better for the people around you. Because, like, this is the kind of stuff that could have definitely affected my relationship. Was this last year? Oh, frick. Yeah, I was in a relationship last year. Goodness gracious, it's been that long. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't want to get slapped. Um, I I won't get slapped, but... <laughs> it, it hasn't been that long. It really hasn't. Uh, time just flows, and we just move on. We keep on moving. But I thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you for being around. Make sure you check out the link tree link in the description below. Make sure you check out if you need personal training. I'm there. I'm here. I am able to help you out. I, I specialize. Well, I have a certification in functional fitness, but I don't specialize in that um, yet. At some point I will. But I'm also, you know, just a regular certified trainer. I'm a life coach as well. If you need help sorting your life out getting stuff together if you feel like hey, yeah, you could be a little bit more efficient i'm there for you i can help you out and i can uh help you make a change that you uh that you need to make in your life i can help you out so i'm there for you if you need me in either aspect um i'm working on something else for personal training don't worry so you guys can have a more interactive time and a more effective uh workout for yourselves so be ready and be on the lookout for that. I'll update you guys on that. The album is coming out soon, soonish, within the next two months. I'm going to leave it at that. Between, you know, now and December, it's the album will be released. And I'll let you guys know because I, once I submit it finally, because uh, I need a four week period for uh, submission for the all of the app stores or all the music uh, platforms to review my song because the current album is not on iHeartRadio as I've searched for it to try to see if it's up there. I don't know if it's on Shazam. I don't think I took the time to Shazam it and see if it was actually on there. But it's not on some platforms because it was not able to be reviewed because I submitted it like, and I only gave them like a week because <laughs> I was mean like that and it kind of bit me in the butt, I'm not going to lie. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Love is Real album is gone. It is now kaput. Wait a minute. Oh, I am on Shazam. My new album is on Shazam. Hey. We loved it. Oh my gosh. Wait, are these music, are these songs still on? No, these songs are not still on. They can't be because there's nowhere to play them. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I just had to look at this as I'm looking at one of my songs um, from the first album, Thoughts of the Mind. One of the songs was labeled To Our Lost. And and the name of this, because if you know Shazam, you know that it has, sometimes it has a video to go along with, if it has a music video, like a lyric video or whatever attached to the song. What is attached to my video is the the video is called Nadine. Nadine gives the wrong date of birth question mark and in and in parentheses it says Irish pop stars. What the frick? <laughs> what the frick? I'm confused. Somebody help me. That's ridiculous. Is there a video attached to you? Yeah, there's videos attached to the, to the new stuff because they're. <laughs> Because there actually is a video for it. But like, what the frick? That's weird. Okay, so note to self. Next time we, we, we do something like this, make sure there's an actual video that I can claim that is actually mine and not some random Irish thing because I'm not attached to I. Holy crap! Guys! This song has had four, my beach has had 447 Shazams, 447 times somebody has Shazammed this song. Oh my gosh. That's freaking insane. Are you kidding me? Guys, that's what? What? Are you serious? No freaking way. That's amazing. That's like, that's legitimately amazing. I'm not even kidding. Like, that's so cool. No way. That's so cool. I cannot, I can't believe that, dude. Because everything else is like, has like one Shazam. Like, literally one Shazam. And I'm looking at this stuff. I'm like, no, yeah, that's pretty, you know, pretty standard. I'm not, you know. Uh, tripping on it or anything but like no joke no joke my beach has so many that's a lot I am baffled by that like you guys are freaking amazing this is a, this is a that's nuts that's so nuts dude thank you guys so freaking much like that that stuff means a lot to me like you know it it to to be you know for people to to hear the song and then be like really curious about where it came from and just to go through that effort of actually pulling up shazam and you know um looking at oh, just looking at who it was. Chibus, man. That's so cool. Like, I, I, I cannot believe that. I, I can't wait for the next album, too. Like, you guys, I... 
I tell you, I'm spoiled rotten with these people, with you guys. Like, you guys are fucking amazing. So, 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 so cool. 447 times. You you cannot be serious. That's so cool. Yo. Like, that may not be big numbers to anybody else out there who's, you know, done music before. But to me, that's phenomenal. And I don't make, you know, I don't make a bunch of money from this, from music, but just to get that for it to reach that many people that's insane that's insane because it has my name on it and it's like yeah you you oh my gosh guys thank you so much sincerely from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for doing what you guys have done um with that album like i'm really still i'm still proud of it i'm happy that it has gotten the attention that it has um I really, you guys do too much. You guys do too much sometimes. I've, oh my gosh, swear to you guys. One time you're going to freaking make me cry on the show, but I'm not going to. I'm going to, I refuse. I refuse. I, I refuse. I'm, I'm staying strong. But thank you. So, like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Man. I'm just, I'm surprised. I really am surprised. I didn't think, you know, I didn't think we'd, I didn't think we'd get here, but we're here. Here we are. Here we are. So next time I'm coming out, you guys, this time you guys aren't going to get a preview of it because I posted the, and that was the issue with the first one, why it didn't do as, I now I don't want to say that because I'm going to sound douchebaggy, but it didn't do as well as I thought it would only because I, I remember I posted the videos of the songs beforehand. Cause I was just like, yeah, it's good music. Let's just post it, you know? Cause that's why I do this in the first place. I'm sometimes I get a good song and I'm like, let's just post it. So, uh, wow. You guys are amazing. <laughs> we freaking, we did that. Like we did that. We, you guys and I, we didn't, it wasn't just me, but it's, it's you guys as well. Cause without you guys, like I'm just here, I'm just doing a thing, but it's thanks to you guys that I, uh, that I'm able to have this impact. Wow. My beach is number one and, and my Every in all of my uh, out of all of my songs I've released, my beach is just hit number one. <laughs> it's my ninth album. What the frick? Wait, hold on. Are you serious? Is that is that my ninth album? No way. Hold on. I gotta check the last three months. Well, I haven't done anything in the last three months, so. Even over, even over that Love Is Real album, that it's it's number one. Whoa, twenty fourth release. There you go. That's cool. But who's listening to this? The United States, Mexico, Germany, UK, Netherlands, Spain, and Switzerland. Oh my gosh! Thank you guys so much. I, you know, I, here's the thing, right? I look at these. And, you know, the analytics just show me where it reaches. And I like to see how far I reach, how many people I reach, you know, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. 
and to see that I reach you guys. Like Late Night Groove did so much better than um than than the than the Love Is Real album by like a lot. That's that's so amazing. I really appreciate you guys. People are still listening to it now. Like we're getting better. We're getting better. We're improving, and I'm I'm reaching reaching my dreams with you guys. We're gonna make it. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um. Wow. I'm gonna go before I freaking start bawling my eyes out. Love is real, not love is real, but the next album is coming out within the next two months. So you guys can expect to see and hear something from me. And it's going to be better than the last. You guys have just really inspired me and to, to keep going on and to, you know, make this process easy. Even when it gets hard, making the content, doing all the things. It's, it's amazing to see how many people I've reached and can touch. So Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, if you haven't checked out the Love Is Re- the 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 Late Night Groove album, and you want to check out the Late Night Groove album that I've been talking about, like it's on YouTube, it's on Spotify, it's on Amazon. Which I don't know if anybody uses Amazon Music because I surely don't, and I have an Amazon Prime account. Um, it's on iTunes, so go for it. It's there. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I'm gonna stop before I freaking come off as too pompous but that's so cool but thank you guys so much for listening remember that love is patient and as always i will see you guys in the next episode peace